Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. You're listening to Following On, another <laughs> remarkable day of Test Match Cricket. It lurched this way and that. England uh, finished on 53 for 3 in deep trouble, having bowled out India for 286. There was a terrific 100 from R. Ashwin and a beautiful innings from Virat Kohli. Uh, I'm Mark Nicholas and in the next 20 minutes we'll have Darren Goff and Matt Pryor here reflecting on the day. Uh, we'll also get a reaction from the England camp. A pretty tough day for them. So plenty to get stuck into. You're listening to Following On. I love that music. You like that music, guys? It's got me moving. Absolutely love the music. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they let it run on a bit. Good. Matt, I I love the way you've still got that one foot in the dressing room when you say, well, this one, this one's probably gone. (laughs) What? (laughs) Several wickets in hand. Don't bother turning up tomorrow. (laughs) To make about three million, they need to win this. Another 429 needed by England. Seven wickets in hand. The mighty Joe Root somehow is still there. Um, he's just survived an LBW appeal and review that none of us can really get our heads around because uh, he looked plumb in front to us. It said uh, that it was hitting him outside the line of off stump. But I just wonder if the framing was right from it, from the television um, uh, picture there that, that, you know, using the... Um, oh, I've had a blank on what the thing's called, but... Um, if you let it run on one frame too many, the ball has slightly moved off the pad towards the slip fielder. And and I, I wonder if that's pushed the point of impact as regards uh, umpire, um, has it hit him in line or not, slightly to the left as you look at the picture and that's helped him get away with it. Because it looks to us like it's hit him bang on off stump and it's hitting middle and off. Is that a fair judgment? I thought it was out as soon as I saw it in, in real time. Uh, and I just couldn't believe... 
Um, he was given not out. I mean, hitting nothing but middling off, was it? I mean, it was absolutely dead. It was absolutely dead. That, that's why I said a question. Because it was so obviously out. Now, for it not to be given out, you think, well, maybe we just got this completely yeah. wrong. So there's two everything. questions then, aren't there? One, as you say, so obviously given out. Why didn't the umpire in the middle give it out in the first place? What was confusing him? Because if he hit it, it was caught by the wicketkeeper. And two, why would... Well, the third umpire has no choice because it's entirely um, the technology making the decision there. So Hawkeye is telling us that it's hit him outside the line of off stump. And as I say, I question the framing. Well, you can, you can only assume the umpires missed the fact that it's hit, hit Joe Root's pad. And I think, I think we heard on the stump mic that they were sending it up to the third umpire for a court behind. Oh, and yeah, he was given okay. it. He's given it out, not out, caught behind, which was right. He didn't. Joe Root didn't hit it. It hit the stump, didn't it? I think it clipped the stump. It clipped the stump. Absolutely. Clipped I think the it stump. Clipped, yeah. clipped the stump. It went off Joe Root's really? pad. Really? Like, yeah, it clipped, clipped the stump. stump. Oh well, then it then that you know it had to have been LBW because <laughs> yes. it would have deflected off the pad from uh, right and to left as we stump. look at the screen. Yeah, that's right. It's dead. Absolutely. He got away with one. Listen, it's okay. all good for England. Well, nice. He, you he, see, you make your own luck. Yeah, you play exactly. as well as he's been playing, you make your own luck. Virat Kohli was less than impressed. Uh, Ravi Shastri went straight to the umpire, Nitin Menon, when he came off the field, probably to say to him, why did you give it not out in the first place? But anyway, okay, we've done that. Excellent. We know where we are. Uh, we also know that England are in deep trouble after a day that ended up being dominated by India. How and why? Because if you'd listened to the first hour and 20 minutes play, you'd have thought, well, England will probably go on to lose this test, but boy, what a fight back this morning. 106 for six, India, and they end up getting 286, and two players get big scores. I think we talked about it starting to play, Mark, but uh, what... All you could ask of England this morning was to go out there and put in a performance, show heart, show determination, show some skill. Um, Moin Ali and Jack Lee, you get some overs under their belt and do the very best so it could take them in a good place before the next test. And it looked like it, we, we got off to an absolute flyer. We took early wickets, some great wicket keeping, some great fielding and some decent bowling. Yet... It then went away from us, didn't it, in the afternoon? And um, it became an absolutely laughing stock towards the end of play. The way um, Ard Ashwin was just smashing the ball to all parts, enabled him to get to a fine hundred. He had a few chances, created his own luck. But Virat Kohli's luck for me, uh, I think most of us would, would agree, it was an amazing um, show of skill and determination for him after taking just about 20 balls to get off the mark on a pair. That pressure, knowing he needs a win as well as captain, and the way he played was absolutely outstanding. And I think that's the point. He soaked up the pressure, didn't he? He soaked up the pressure. He was a bit fidgety when he first went in, but he sticked to his game plan. Again, we'll keep going on about playing straight. He learned lessons from the first innings and the shot he played, you know, rash shot he played to get out to Moen Ali. He didn't do that. When Moen put it in the, that same ball in exactly the same spot, Coley was across his stumps further and blocked it right under his nose rather than trying to drive it away. So he'd learned from the first, in, first innings and then put it, in, you know, put it into practice in the, in, in the second. And we've, we've seen, and I mean, it's, it's one of the basics of cricket. The, the longer you bat, the easier it gets on any surface. Mm. You know, you get, a, you get a feel, you get a pace of the, you know, again, if you get one that's got your name on it, then fair enough. But if you stick to your game plan, stick to your process, give yourself a chance. The other thing is, Jared Kimber mentioned earlier about the ball getting softer. The minute they get, the ball gets slightly softer, it does seem a little bit easier to, to 
to bat and keep the that very good ball out and and then took took the um, the runs over. But what I, one thing I would say about it is we've we've spoken a lot about this pitch and we've said two fifty is a pass score, right? And I I don't think that's any different. I was even thinking two two twenty would be a pass score. India have scored three hundred and twenty nine in the first innings and two hundred and eighty six in the second innings. Now, yes, they batted well, but we have to look at our bowling. I think you can't get away from that. You have to look at the quality of our spinners on a surface like this to allow India to get 286. He's come out of the dressing room. Well, at least right, though, isn't he? I mean, it's eye skill factor. Let's not take any... Uh, thing away from this Indian team, the way they've played, by the way. Um, they play some fantastic cricket, showed high skill levels with bat and ball uh, throughout. And the difference is, I, th- I don't think there's any doubt whatsoever, the difference is in the spin department. They've got Ashwin, who's arguably the best spinner in the world. They've got Aksar Patel, who's coming to the side, and he looks a million dollars to me. I, I really like the look of him, especially when the ball's turning. The way he comes, that low arm, but he's quite tall as well. He gets that bouncy ball, so at a good pace. And our two spinners just, just ball it a little bit slower than them, and I think that makes the big, big difference. To talk many times, and Matt was on that tour when Swanee and Monty Panesar were at their real peak, and the pace they were balling it made it very difficult for the Indian batsmen to have to dominate them. As we've seen in this test match, the difference has been on the spin department. There's a massive, massive difference. And that's why the score and the scores are reflecting that in this test match. Yeah, I think that's a, um, a very fair piece of analysis, actually. And, and certainly worth remembering that in general, that the standard of spin in county cricket, which first class cricket in England, is quite low. The, the selectors have very few options. Adil Rashid isn't available. Um, Dom Bess is sort of a bit in and out of form and was left out of this game for fatigue, they say, and, and, and a difficult second innings. And that sort of, you know, the, all the others are, have potential. There's a couple of leg spinners, Verdi, Mason Crane um, and Matt yeah. Parkinson. There's Verdi at Surrey, the, the off spinner, who Gareth Paddy says isn't ready yet. But there aren't many options, and that's a big concern to me. And it's rather odd that when Somerset prepare pitches that encourage spinners and sure enough uh, Jack Leach and Don Ben have played uh, Don Bess have played their best has moved now but Leach is, is still there they, they they get penalties for for preparing pitches that are too dry it, it's it's an odd confusion now in the old days England well not that old uh, going back I think as recently as 15 years most counties had a spinner in the old days every county had two but now it's hard for the selectors to find them it's very important to have a spinner absolutely and I, I think that we look. The reason you've got to look at why they're not. What, where are these young spinners coming from? Which counties are they coming from? And I think that the the pertinent point is what surfaces are you playing on? If this was a county game, this surface would the county be dock points? Oh yeah. Right. Well, there you go. So how are we going to produce top quality spinners if they don't have a pitch to bowl on? And learn their trade and but, their craft. But, but, but do they become top quality spinners from bowling on pictures like this or actually bowling on better pictures that naturally turn throughout the four day? I've been highly critical, especially on, on this when we've done commentary on the past, about the pictures prepared by each county because they're desperate for results because of the bad weather we get in England. And it's the other way. We have prepared pictures in England that games finish four innings in two days. Gloucester versus Glamorgan, I think t- two years on the trot, has finished in less than two days, four innings. But they're seeming pitches. Yes, they're seeming. It's exactly the same situation, though, because they're preparing exactly. pitches to try and get a result. And we've got plenty of seamers. And, and it's wrong. And, and, and it's wrong in my book. Absolutely wrong. 
Right, but that that's the that's the exact point I think is that well where are the pitches for the spinners? We got all the seamers and the ball's darting all over the place, going through the top, seaming around. But so if you get a spinning wicket, a dry pitch, suddenly it's dock points. Well, I think you want pitches that give a bowler a chance. So, in other words, to to get good seamers, you need a bit of grass on the pitch. To get good batting tracks, you need to in the first innings of each match offer opportunity with the ball coming onto the bat to score runs. And to get good spinners, do you need you grass need on the pitch? I mean, look at India, what they've got at the minute. They've got good spinners and good seamers. They've got seven yeah, fast bowlers that could have played. No, in well, apparently in India at the moment there are, there's more grass on pitches than anybody ever remembers. There's more opportunity for seamers, they reckon, than spinners in and India. I think that the experience a couple few years ago to try and encourage, but I think with the IPL. I think what we've seen is a lot of seamers coming through uh, as well by playing T20 cricket. And oh, I, I, I think there's a lot of spinners so, coming uh, through T20. A lot of guys have thought, listen, we've got a lot of good spinners in this country, but the IPL is an opportunity where each team needs seamers as well, by the way. So I think that's encouraged a lot more fast bowlers to come through the system in India. And as I said, this test match, India had the choice between seven seamers. And that's without two, two of their best ones. Kumar and uh, Shami, uh, not available because they're injured. Now, them two, well, Shami especially, will be playing in this test match. He will be playing in this test match, without a doubt. He's an unbelievable bowler. Very good bowler, yeah, but they had a lot of options with spinners too. Maybe not at this level, but they had a lot of options. There are a lot of spinners in, in India, promise you. In the IPL, it's astonishing. Every side's got a couple, and most of them are Indian. And they're, most of them are pretty good. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan.
Um, anyway, it's an interesting discussion. I, I, I was I, I, I was leading to it for a reason because we're now going to talk to England's bowling coach or spin bowling coach, Cheetan Patel, who had tremendous success in county cricket himself, um, and of course played international cricket for New Zealand. Uh, Cheetan, are you there? Yes, I am, mate. How are you, mate? Very good. Great to hear you. Thank you for joining us. We're having an interesting discussion. I'm with Matt Pryor and Darren Goff, and and we're saying that there's not enough spin bowling in county cricket. And therefore, should pitches be more like Taunton or not? Uh, what's your view on that? Uh, I think there's a whole raft of things, Mark. I think um, when the when the championships played at the start of the year, end of the year, you know, the wickets are probably fresh at the start and wearing at the back end. Yes, maybe wickets uh, tend to be greener. Seam bowlers tend to bowl more, I suppose, throughout those games. And but I think there's a whole lot of things with it. I think uh, being able to teach. Our captains to how to use spinners, our spinners to be able to bowl long spells. Um, it's even our batters to be able to play spin. Is, it's going to take a, a little while to be for us to get to a stage where I suppose we feel comfortable with it all. Uh, for, the, for the point of discussion as against criticism, would you say that India's two scores in this match, 329 and 286, are too high for the surf, surface? Yeah, I, well. I think they've, they've scored very well. I mean, uh, they've been able to use their feet like they have. Uh, they've accessed the boundary very well. Um, we probably let ourselves down in that first innings, especially not being able to bat for longer periods of time anyway, to be able to get up to at least 200, 220. 320 in the first innings of a test match in the subcontinent. Well, for me, that's that's pretty low. I would have expected more 450. Um, but these are just the conditions we've got against them. Yeah. You know, we win the first test match. They're always going to come back harder. And, and maybe I have they prepared a wicket that's going to suit them more. Maybe so. But it, we have to be better as, as well as that. But you mean you mean 400 in general. You don't mean 400 on this pitch. No, not on no. this pitch, no. no but okay. 400 in general, man. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and, and tell us about Moen Ali, because anybody who has two weeks in quarantine and is, and is long away from the game as he's had is asked... Well, a great deal is asked of him if he's picked to play in a test match, isn't it? It is, mate, but we also know how good Mo is. Um, you know, he's been bowling very, very well, I think, leading into this test match, and he's shown the Mo Ali of, of old. Um, there were glimpses of that throughout, this, throughout the two innings that he's bowled, and I think there were spells where he felt like he was back to his old normal self. It's been a hard slog for him, Mark, and, and oh, you'd, yeah. you'd appreciate as well. And, you know, he's had a massive diet of white ball cricket. Um, but to come back into this hostile environment where, yes, the ball is spinning and, yes, there is assistance, but against some of the best players in the world, it, it was never going to be easy. No, no, it's a very good answer. And and Jack is is a um, an, an interesting character, uh, much loved and, and, and admired. Uh, do you think he feels <clears throat> expectation or does he deal with that well? No, I don't think it's the expectation with, with Jack. I think he just is so desperate to, to contribute, Mark. He puts a lot of, put a lot on him. He puts a lot on himself to make sure that he's doing the right things uh, day in, day out, and it tires him out. We, we all know there's tough times that he's been through. Um, but to get back to that, I suppose not. I wouldn't say number one position in terms of the spin bowling department, but certainly in terms of the control he's been able to show from the mm. start of Sri Lanka to now. Yeah. Um, I think his bowling is, is yeah, very good. Mm. as best as it ever has been. Maybe yeah. maybe 
there's some variations to come with it as well. Yeah, no, no, very good. I mean, he's been impressive in uh, so far in this in this little tour of Sri Lanka, and well, not little, very big tour of Sri Lanka. So, yes, how yeah. does a team in this situation wake up tomorrow morning? Where do you find optimism and hope? Oh, look, there'll be some tired bodies. That's certainly how they wake up. Um, three days of nearly being in the park every day, every every session, but. Well, there's, there's got to be optimism in terms of the fact that, especially the way India batted in their second innings, so I thought they batted extremely well. They could score. They showed they could score. And I think the way Dan Lawrence went out this evening and, and played the way he wants to play, we've got to be able to trust in that. There are runs out there. Um, it's not going to be easy. Don't get me wrong. We have to fight. We're going to have to get lucky. We're going to have to scrap. But if we stay positive with looking to score, I think we'll have a lot more success than we did in that first innings. Brilliant. Thanks so much for so much time and, and congratulations. I know from a number of people what great work you're doing. So it's great to chat to you. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Well, wasn't that interesting? Listen, it was an interesting chat and he speaks very well, Gian uh, Patel. Um, I was lucky enough uh, to be with him, obviously, uh, not long ago in New Zealand and um, he's highly respected. Um, he talks there. There's a, lot of, a long way to go for the, um, the spinners. Um, and he talked about the captain as well, learning how to, and, and, and captains in general, knowing how to marshal the spinners. But I think Joe Root actually, in the last test match, handled the spinners brilliantly. Uh, and I think this test match, he's tried to rotate them. He's tried to rest them when he feels they need that rest and bring his seamers into play. But it's very <laughs> difficult, isn't it, when you're in conditions like this, where you want your spinners to be bowling, just about all day. I mean, we've seen that India, uh, they've got three spinners in their side, um, so they can benefit from that. But Joe, we know, can bowl as well. He probably could bowl a few more overs himself, Joe Root. Well, we might have three spinners if we had Adil Rashid here in the form he was in in uh, Sri Lanka a couple of years ago. I think Jeetan's point about captaincy is more in the first-class game in England. Yeah, that's I, what I said, I, yeah. I think he's saying that not enough county captains really understand spin. Yeah, because what Matt was saying about playing on the pitches we play on. Yeah, I mean, I, I was so pleased he said that because it kind of follows on nicely to what we were saying about counter cricket and having, because the only way captains are going to learn how to captain spinners is if spinners are bowling and they're only going to bowl if they've got pitches to bowl on. And as he said, it's got, it's not the occasion, when I played and I might be out of touch, but certainly when you had a spinner on, particularly early season, he came on for an over before lunch. Yeah. And that was it. Oh, spin, over spot before on. lunch, spinners no, no, on, spot on. And you'd tick him over and you get to lunch and you go have a nice lunch. That's it. You wouldn't go, right, we need our spe- spinner to <laughs> bowl right. three sessions. It's not like Amsha, mate, in no. the 80s and 90s. Well, where you, had two, was a bit you more, had two spinners. I was a bit more adventurous. Well, we didn't. What do you mean? You had two, didn't you? No. Well, you did. No, I didn't. Udal, Maru. Well, Udal certainly didn't play in the 80s. <laughs> well, the 90s. You had Udal and Maru. Ma- you had Maru, two spinners. Maru did, but... They but weren't, with respect, we're not talking... Anyway, we're, let's not go... But it's, it's the whole concept of spin as a, as a feature in the game of cricket. So it's captaining mm. it, it's not just bowling it, it's captaining it, and it's batting against it. So how are our batsmen expected? No, no wonder it's such a shock, because when have they ever batted on a surface like this in county cricket? Well, they would never have. In practice, possibly, um, because what happens in practice facilities is but they never get looked after, a lot of them, and you turn up, don't you, on to day eight, day nine of a practice facility, and it does do that, and it turns square. But that's the only time, I agree, you would practice against it. And some batsmen would say, if the ball was doing that in practice, to say, I'm not batting on there, you're doing me more okay, harm I'm than good. I'm going to leave you with a thought because we, we don't we, we want to move on. I'm just going to leave. My view is that in first-class cricket in England, um, there should be sympathy for pitches that are prepared dry for spinners, 
uh, indeed a great deal more sympathy than for pitches that are left damp and grassy for seamers. I'm with you. I, I can't um, do and, it. And, and I think that should become an instruction from, from the board. I think it's very important not to allow average seamers the chance to profit on damp, grassy pitches. <laughs> I'd rather average spinners began to profit on pitches that spun a bit. I, think I agree with you, Tom. And then you would develop a culture for wanting to bowl spin, and I think that would help help the game and help the batting against spin. So we come to the next point. Tomorrow, uh, Joe Root's not out overnight with Dan Lawrence. Very important innings for Dan Lawrence and a very exciting innings, actually, for Dan Lawrence. Yeah, and I enjoyed how he, ca he came out. Uh, so we can sit and argue, you know, his technique and whether it was the right game plan, but he came out with the game plan and he came out to be proactive and he said, I'm not just going to sit here waiting for, for a ball with my name on it. I'm going to use my feet. I'm going to work it over to the leg side. I'm going to back my ability. Right, how have I scored runs to get me in this position, to get me selected to bat, for, bat number three for England? How have I scored? Well, I'm not going to go away from that. I'm going to stick with it and keep going. It doesn't matter. It's just another. It's another game of cricket, isn't it? And that's mm. that's the mentality he brought to the to the um, to the wicket this evening, which I I thought was fantastic. It is a fine line, though, Goffey, as you said. He scores hundred. We'll all be going fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. If he gets out working across the line, gets a leading edge, we're going poor technique. But I thought the body language from England in general when they went out today, I thought uh, impossible task. But I think both of them, Sibley and Burns, actually came out looking to be positive in defence and attack. And, and that's all you can ask from your players. I think that's been a message, hasn't it, to the players from what we've seen today. Burns came out, tried to have a game plan, wanted to use his feet, played a beautiful sweep shot, by the way, but he got out and now he's under pressure to keep his place. Dan Lawrence comes into the side, looked nervous the first three or four balls and he thought, hang on a minute, I, I can't sit, sit at the crease here. I'm going to get one that stays long. I'm going to get LBW. He's used his feet and he's hit across the line, but he's played it so well. And that's his shot. I've seen him since he's been 15 years old. That is his shot. He does it so many times. Yes, it's at Chelmsford. <laughs> but he might as well play his way. If he's going to fail, play your way. And that was impressive tonight from him. Okay, well, uh, it's great stuff. I'm just going to remind everybody that uh, there was a point early this morning with India first at uh, uh, 86 for five and then at 106 for six. The England really probably thought they'd bowl them out for 130, 140. And then at least there would be a game within reach. Um, but that all changed thanks to that trem tremendous partnership of 96 between Virat Kohli and R. Ashwin. So much so that India went on to get 286 and R. Ashwin became one of the very few players to have made, uh, on more than one occasion, to have taken five wickets and made a 100 in test, test, test match. Oh, I've got the stutters on. Um, and, and he's going to play a big part in this game going forward now isn't he? he he and Akshar Patel and we haven't even seen Kuldeep Yadav the left arm wrist spinner um, what's realistic for England playing with pride and getting 250 yeah, I, I think that would be gold dust, wouldn't it, if they could get the 250. I think we all realise now it's almost, well, it is impossible for England to win from here. But get some pride. We've seen how India played. You get a partnership going, you can score. There's, there's runs out there, without a doubt. It's going to be difficult because we're talking about Ashwin here, one of the best spinners in the world, if not the best, at this moment in time. So it's going to be difficult. And as I said, I've, I'm hugely impressed by Aksar Patel. Uh, and we've not seen Kuldeep Yadav uh, ball much in this game yet. Now, if he gets it right and gets his pace right on that pitch he's going to be an handful so to get to 250 will be very difficult but if we do it'll be great going forward into the next game yep I agree and I think okay what's the mentality very rarely in a test match do you turn up thinking right I've got what's my own game 
They can England batsmen can almost have an individual day where they can think about, right, how do I want to progress? How do I want to develop my game? What do I want to get from this day? Because most other days you turn up, it's, there's a scoreboard pressure. You're chasing a game, you're saving a game, you're winning a game, whatever it may be. Look, let's put it, that has to go to one side now. Now it's about, okay, what did I do in the first innings? How can I learn from that? And how can I be better in the second innings? So how can you take your individual game forward, knowing that we've got two crucial test matches coming up after this? Great stuff from Mrs. Goff, Pryor and Jeetan Patel over in Chennai. We hope you've enjoyed our coverage today. TalkSport too mainly, but bursts on TalkSport as well. Don't forget uh, Times Radio, this uh, important offshoot, bringing the best journalism and reporting from the Times and the Sunday Times. Um, we're delighted to be a part of what's happening in India. Today it's gone India's way and probably it will tomorrow, which might make it one all in the series. But the cricket never fails to end entertain us. From all of us here, we have a brief look back at today before tomorrow we turn our attentions to England's rearguard. Goodbye. Moeen goes in, right arm over, it's flicked into the left side. Oh, now Ollie Pope has done very well at short leg. He's flicked it back. He dropped his bat. Pajara has got into a tangle. Oh dear, sending the clowns there. And the decision from Anil Chowdhury is... Out. <laughs> you were bang on Goffy. It was like the circus, that wasn't it? Oh, comical. Oh, Robert Sharma's got an absolute ripper from Jack Leach. The bales have been whipped off by Ben Folks, and Ben Folks is nodding. Here is uh, Leach again. Down, Scrubbing, stumped. In other news, Ben Folks. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, that might be out. That might well be out. Yes, it is. Moeen will start a new over to uh, Akshar Patel. He's beaten on the inside edge, takes him on the back, given out LBW. England have another one. Leach goes in, it's short wide, and Virat Kohli hammers <laughs> it through point for go. four. And back goes Virat Kohli, and with the minimum of fuss, he works that ball into the leg side with his bottom hand. Acknowledges the crowd. Quite remarkable innings. Another bouncer. This time he goes offside. Another overhead smash. There's no fielder out there. What a way to go to 50. Tremendous performance from a talented cricketer who may yet cause more pain for England in this test match. Jesus. Sensational knock for his team. On this occasion, Moen Ali gets one to turn and bounce, and it is given out. Virat Kohli LBW. Oh, now Ashwin dances down and slaps this away over wide long on. He's going to be going at Moen Ali here for more. Here's Leach again, bowls and yes. cut away behind square on the offside, and it's beaten Moen Ali at back from point for four, and it takes Ashwin into the 90s. Moen is on his way, he's bowling over the wicket to Ashwin. Down the pitch, he's edged it! It's flown over Ben Stokes, it will go away towards the boundary, and the crowd can no go officially bonkers, because Ravi Chandran Ashwin takes his helmet off and celebrates. He goes to 100. Ravi Ashwin, take a bow. What a fantastic knock this is. Leach goes in for the fifth ball of the over, and Suraj has swung this one into the leg side. He swung it high, high, and handsomely into the stand. Oh, Siraj, what a strike. Like that. Bowled him. That's the end of the innings. Uh, Ravi Ashwin has a big swipe across the line. India finish 286 all out. Left arm around. <laughs> it's hurried up. It's hit Sidley back in front. Up goes the finger. And Don Sidley will walk off. Three from 25 deliveries. Ashwin again. Down comes Lawrence and gives it a good spank over long on. Wow, that's a fabulous strike. Miles back. It's gone. Rory Burns, the Surrey captain, who's going well here like he did 
in the first innings of the first test, and that's out. Caught it slip, would you believe it? Akshay Patel is in to uh, Jack Leach, and he's turned it to backward square leg, and the night watchman has gone. DAB Plus, online, on your smart speaker, and via the TalkSport app. That's what the crowd wants to see. Exclusive ball-by-ball commentary of the second test match live from Chennai. Only on TalkSport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.